You are now listening to the Inner Circle Podcast Network. Oh, you better believe it, Daddy. We're back. If you're not impressed by the production value of the first 45 seconds of this episode, then you're dead inside. It's all this downhill from here, the, baby. <laughs> this is the Creatures of the Night uh, with me, as always, Ghost Dick Wolf, Chris Watsky from the Hashtag No Offense Show. What's up, dude? Howdy, baby. Also, as always, somewhere in a bunker that the FBI built. Subsequently, he is also dressed like an undercover agent from Miami. Uh, his name is Lord Dr. Jason Almy Esquire of the Shit Happens When You Party Naked podcast. Yo. Ew. Well, who is that? It's my deep voice. You like that? That's no. disgusting. That's my, that's my creature's voice. That oh. is disgusting. Well, then, yeah, so, I'm down. That's the voice I want to put in your ear. I want you to hear this voice when you fall asleep at night, dog. That's my ASMR shit. That's creepy. I like it. And now oh, we have to listen to you sip that. a Diet Coke. Yeah. Uh, well, with not- us... Tonight, uh, everybody's favorite sexual ghost hunter, Freddie, the paranormal fuckboy from the Failing Hollywood Podcast, part of the Inner Circle Podcast Network. What's up, Fred? How you doing, bud? Good. good. I'm fucking uh, two nozzles deep right now. Whoa. Shout out to Paul Walker. Tonight, you might have guessed, we got Fred here tonight so that we can talk about fucking spooky shit. Chris Watsky, how I know that your wife is a huge proponent of spookiness. Uh, how how do you feel about spookiness and ghosts and entities and ectoplasm in them? Hmm. Hmm. It's it's a very tricky thing because yeah, Dutch is captain of Team Ghost, and I peripherally watch a lot of bad travel network shows and things of that nature, so it kind of puts a bad taste in my mouth. But at the same time, I'm open to everything and sure of nothing, so that's why we brought in a professional to fucking maybe educate us on some of the the finer qualities of the paranormal realm so you yeah. uh, she fucks with like zach baggins and all that bullshit all of it all of it and I, I mean i it's I, it's funny you mentioned him because he wears the douchebag uniform and i don't like that guy whatsoever just by the look of him but i think that out of everyone he's probably the most real uh, like the first two seasons of ghost hunters i feel like were the realest that that type of show was ever going to be because Zach- they don't show anything like there there's never any discoveries or whatever and i mean we might be getting ahead of ourselves and and that's fine but that's my problem with like all that shit and how it went you know quote unquote mainstream is that they do all this research they have all these gadgets and gizmos and and ecto readers and shit and they don't really explain any of it and they never find anything it's just a lot of night vision and a lot of weird stick figures going like this and shit you know like it's they don't really tell you what they're doing i have a question which might be like a good opening or introductory question but why are these ghost shows always on like the travel channel because they're in different locales and you have to travel to get there jason come on man i I mean they are they are kind of like uh sites to see right like if you're into that sort of thing you would go like we i mean we would go to skinwalker ranch right like so you would travel to get there it makes sense to me 
Yeah, they're the channel with the most miles, so they can afford to send these teams around. I see. That does make sense. Well, that 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 makes sense. But still, it's weird. Like, Travel Channel, I don't know. I want to see, like, Savannah, Georgia, not, like, a weird, creepy night vision of some old asylum, you know? You know Savannah's What's mad it? haunted, dude. There's tons of ghosts in Savannah. That's what I'm saying. Like, why don't you show me some beautiful Savannah? Instead, it's like, hey, we're in the woods of some weird place in some dude's basement. I don't know. It's just always kind of weird to me. Well, I think the negative stigma that gets attached to ghosts and paranormal shows because of shit like the Travel Channel and that is it's like very, I want to say elementary, but like if you're into like conspiracy theories and you're into fringe shit and weirdo shit like we are, I mean like you start, ghosts is like step one. You start out with ghosts, maybe you might move on to a Bigfoot, you might, you might then graduate to an alien and then go to, you know, wherever we are now. Not taking anything away from from ghosts, because I don't know shit about ghosts, but that's why you're here, Freddie, and you actually have done some paranormal research, man. So why don't you give us a little background on who you are and what you've done? Uh, Yeah. Well, right now I live in L.A. I work in film, but uh, before I moved out here for about three years, I was a paranormal investigator. We were traveling around the country. We had a uh, very shitty streaming service, you know, paying the bills for us. Mm. Not paying us, just paying our expenses. And they went bankrupt. And that shit basically came to a screeching halt. So I decided to move out here and join a new career. So for three years, I was very heavily, we were, you know, going to all the conventions, having all the people who barely left their house talk at us about the things they see and fucking hosting events and fucking um, recording. And uh, it was a very relaxed. We weren't as serious as like ghost hunters or anything. Like, like I was telling, um, uh, Adam, I think before we came on, we kind of, we would show up to a location and we'd, you know, get drunk <laughs> and, uh, we'd investigate with a little buzz going partying with the ghosts, yeah. take the edge off. Yeah. We were very relaxed kind of, uh, vibe up until we actually entered the house and then, you know, shit got really serious. Now, what, what have you, what have you seen and where have you gone? Have you gone to anywhere, you know, like notable doing investigations? Oh, yeah. Eastern state penitentiary. Oh, okay. uh hinsdale house probably the biggest ones i do uh, uh i do eastern state at least once every two years i go through yeah. for the yeah they do that um they do like a haunted house and then in, during the daytime they take you on the paranormal tour or whatever and you could pay My team probably uh hosted one of the events you want oh, awesome. uh eric knapp if actually i probably shouldn't say his name because i'm going to tell some fucking <laughs> behind the scenes <laughs> <laughs> But everybody already knows he's a fucking drunkard man whore. So aren't we all? Aren't we all? I'm not. My wife is watching. You are too. <laughs> no, she isn't. Nah, she probably isn't. She looks like she's got you on CCTV with sitting in that room. You are, dude. I know. Seriously, uh, there is a man like just beyond the camera here with a gun pointing to my head. He's gonna blow my fucking head off. If I you have a couple of Manila folders right in front of you, anything. Well, Freddie, what was it that uh, that got you into even doing it? Like, did you, is this something you've always been interested in, or did you have an experience that kind of pushed you towards that, or do you just um, like to get drunk in haunted houses? It kind of built up from when I was a kid. Uh, obviously, uh, I learned to. I had. Uh, I don't know if I want to take it that serious. I had cancer when I was a kid, so I missed a lot mm. of school. I don't I'm only saying that because I don't want to seem like a retard. Uh, I didn't turn to read it. You're, like, you're all the way over here, and then all the way over here I within seconds. I was a cancer kid, not a retard. So I was out of school. So I didn't. I was dying. Read. I'm not uh, nine years old. 
I was out of school for a long time. So I learned my mom basically started buying me Goosebumps books. And that's how I learned to read was through R.L. Stein is a is a great jumping off point for yeah. sure. Hmm. And then obviously, uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark and the Goosebumps TV series growing up with that shit. Um, also, one of the main ones. Uh, oh, what's it called? Uh, that's so weird. You guys remember that show? Mm-mm. I'm I older. I don't remember half that, the shit you guys watched on Nickelodeon. You guys drop shit on me all the time, and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Well, anyway, that's basically uh, this bitch is traveling around with her mom, and uh, she's like, they end up, her mom's like a musician, and they en- she ends up investigating stuff. So they're literally doing paranormal investigations in the show. So, you know, growing up watching that, and then obviously the ghost hunters, boom. And talking about the rubber rooter guys yeah see those, those guys, guys i liked i liked those guys a lot i thought that they were as genuine as you can be and they were at the the beginning so i always think that before the, like there's a chance for like fucker to get involved because you're trying to be famous or you're trying to catch a wave or something you're a little bit more valid in the beginning yeah well and also that was the first show after that like We've we were offered actual TV shows so many times, but the thing was, uh, my team lead always demanded creative control because he didn't want to fake anything. So basically, that's never going to happen unless you fake things. Any so anybody that's on- it happens a lot. People fake that shit. Yeah. Any anybody who has any type of person like a personable team can be on TV. You just got to be willing to fake shit. Sign me up, dude. I'm ready to sell out. <laughs> oh, you don't- you don't make shit, dude. You don't make shit. You make oh. like a grand an episode to split, like between you. No, a piece. Oh, um, we actually, uh, you know, doing the events and shit. We meet a lot of people, and most of them are still working, like realtors and shit like that. Because you know, you film twelve episodes for a grand a piece. That's not enough to no, no, no. You definitely still got to work sucking dicks or bagging groceries or whatever you do during the day. Yeah. Yeah, I was sucking. Those dick. are really those are really your only two options when you're running around chasing ghosts, right? I feel yeah. like those are your top two. Yeah. I was just doing it for the love of the game, you know. But the I dick sucks respect. came for free right. for the love of the dicks. Can respect that. Who so, believes in ghosts? I mean, yeah. How how do you not? I mean, I believe that the fucking government is run by reptilians. Fucking ghosts are really just like you. Know, I don't see why they. I believe in Sasquatch and shit, dude. Like, what no. kind of question is that? I, I've I, had an experience. I mean, that I've told before on your podcast, yeah. and on my own podcast. Yeah. You got tickled on the foot by a you ghost. No, that, that you want to belittle me of because you think you fucking know everything because you walk in the goddamn halls of science with your seventeen fucking degrees that were bestowed upon you by other fucking men that aren't great oh, for oh, shit. Oh. Other men that have told other men that they're fucking worth something and they've given you a piece of paper. So now you have some sort of fucking validation on your life. Fuck off, Jason Almy. Like and not one of those dudes was a ghost. Not so one. you don't know shit. Not one. They are now, though. Not the one, one of those guy dudes. gave me a B. He's a fucking ghost now. How fucking um, arrogant are you, you, you prick? Sounds like a fucking Drop threat. you back yeah. off at the Rainforest Cafe. Speaking <laughs> of schools, uh, there are paranormal uh, schools, by the way. Uh, like like they teach college? you to investigate. They teach you how to investigate all the little, Whoa. you know, and all the little bullshit. It's a hundred percent bullshit. <laughs> it has to be, right? Yeah, it's got to be fucking. Once bullshit. there's money changing hands, it's got to be, you know, like we want to teach you how to find ghosts and do seances and shit. And now you're just going to learn all the tricks to go out and like make the table yeah. or whatever with your knee. Yeah. 
we're gonna have some dude run down the end of the fucking hallway and blink a red light twice and you're gonna fucking yeah. throw your camera and freak out and say that the room's vibrating and shit <laughs> so do you think that I mean, I know that it has muddied the water, but it kind of takes away a little bit of the credibility of the stuff that you do because you're actually genuinely passionate about this. Uh, I don't really care. I, d- I did it mostly for my own personal experiences. Okay. It was just that other people were paying for it. So I was like, fuck yeah. Anything that happened to me, I like if somebody's like, oh, that, I don't believe in ghosts. I'm like, okay, I don't really care. Like, it's uh, just all personal experiences I had. Most of the shit you capture, you can't really it doesn't really translate to, you know, a television. Like, it's just all shit that you experienced. And that's what I was there for. I was there to, you know, get to the bottom for myself of mm-hmm. what happens after I die. And uh, what kind of experiences have you had? Have you come in contact with anyone, anything or, you know, the noises or the knocks or the, you know, the, yeah. the little green girls tickling your feet in the middle of the night? I've had a little bit of everything. I've had death threats in my ear that other people heard besides me have been felt up by a prostitute ghost after paying her $20. Dude, I like that. I like that a prostitute ghost is going to like fill your dick and then her pimp is going to be like, I'm going to kill you, motherfucker. He's a ghost pimp. Ghost no, this pimp was, yo. One bottom bitch, motherfucker. I'll kill you. That was in uh, Gardner, Massachusetts at a place called uh, the Haunted Victorian. There's a red room that's supposedly haunted by the ghost of a, a old prostitute. And uh, if you put money on the bed, she uh, she takes care of you. And I put she died in like the 1700s, some bullshit. I don't know. I don't do research, by the way, guys. So, <laughs> yeah, dude, you uh, fit right in team. around here. Uh, this is great. I put $20 on the bed and I sat in the room by myself in the dark for 20 minutes. And I was like, bitch, that's $20. Like, that's like, what, 500 in your day. Come on, let's get going. I continued to sit there and uh, all of a sudden I just felt a little good little grip on my uh, just below my testicles. Like a little over the pantandy. Yeah. So needless to say, I picked up the $20 and left the room. I was like, you ain't getting 20 bucks for that. Dude, I mean, why would you pay $20 for a hand job? Yeah. What if you were going to get a ghost blowjob? Like, what if oh, you were just like, hey, wow, this is, this is Where tremendous. Does hold on. Hold on. If you get a, if a ghost blows you, at that your- point, it's ectoplasm. But does it, do you watch it like the ghost's completely invisible? You you like you see your zipper go down, you see your cock flop out, but you're not, you can feel it, but you don't see anything. Ghost's invisible. Ghost starts slobbing you. You feel it feels like a blowjob. And then you come. The cum comes out. Where does it go? Does it like shoot down the ghost's throat? Or does like, no, do I feel you like it hits you in the face as usual? As you know? usual. Okay. Yeah, I like that. I like that. But I feel like there might be a little bit of something in there. So we might have to send it to the lab that you're fucking recording in. Yeah. To <laughs> test it. <laughs> to write some manila folders. We all know your history with sending cum to other My, gentlemen fine. and having them study it. My CEO handlers are taking notes. Don't worry. So you got you got a twenty dollar ghost hand job. That's pretty cool. And then got yeah. your twenty bucks back. It's like Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Yeah. You got a free ghost over the pants hand job. That's a pretty elute. Uh, you know, that's a that's a title a lot of people can't say. That sounds like a pretty lit bachelor party to me. Yeah, my um my team lead had an idea. He's like, uh, nothing's really happening, so let's all go pick a room. We'll go by ourselves, and obviously my hand shoots up. I'll go to the prostitute room. Yeah, I want the prostitute room. Yeah, for sure. If you're going to take your chances, I mean, like that's definitely the one yeah. you want to go with. Yeah. Go oh, because to- I went into the team being like, I want to fuck a ghost. So, 
See, you're setting that intention, dude. You're putting that energy out into the universe, and that, there's something to that, man. You're gonna get, you're gonna get hand jobs. You're gonna get, you're gonna get ghost fucks. I believe. Yeah, I believe in the secret, dude. I love Oprah. <laughs> I love Oprah I, too. Yeah, she'd be hanging would out. Would you? Okay, so you would totally fuck a ghost. Like you wouldn't. You got to do I mean, everything I, for the fucking story, right, Adam? You have to for the story. Right? I mean, I said that I would have sex with fucking Paula Dean in an elevator. You're the for one. The story. You're the you one know? who ingrained it in my brain. That if a it's party a party, is a party. Is a party. Fuck yeah, dude. You yeah. fucking do I it. I mean, man. look. You fucking do yeah, it. I guess you're absolutely 100% correct. It depends. Party, is it like, party. is it Princess, Princess Diana's or? I didn't realize fucking a ghost was up for debate. I thought like everybody's Everybody you know, wants signed to. up. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, they made a whole movie about it. What movie? Yeah. Oh, Ghost. Ghost. <laughs> yeah. Wait, no, Patrick Swayze and them would be Goldberg. I thought this guy somehow missed a cultural phenomena of the early nineties. I don't know. Whoopi slop, dude. It's absolutely. Would you fuck Whoopi Goldberg as a human or only as a ghost? I'd fuck her. What's the movie where she played a basketball coach? Is it Coach? I'd fuck her in Eddie. that movie. Eddie. Eddie. Yeah. Yeah. I'd I fuck would, that. I would, her as that character. I will fuck her only as the as Freddy Krueger. That's a ghost, right? <laughs> what are you talking about, dog? <laughs> if I was Freddy Krueger, then I would, I would bone. I feel like Freddy, Are you not following me? Is not. I'm sorry. Am I not speaking English anymore? No. I went over to Portuguese on accident. So, um, what other sort of uh, paranormal uh, activity have you witnessed or uh, experiences that you've had to kind of? prove to you that they are real you know what i mean like because everyone's kind of had like a little bit of a an interaction here or there but you're act you were actively going out and seeking it yeah. is there anything that you know that w- you think would like blow anyone's mind aside from ghost i mean jobs. aside from my, the hand job obviously yeah when something happened my first thing was to you know try and prove to myself it was fake or fake or whatever and uh i looked at everything from a very skeptical point of view so um the thing with the uh the death threat was probably my more fucked up one we were in a house uh some people called us and they said fucked up shit was happening and they think it's evil and can you come out so we came out and we're upstairs i'm with a supposed psychic i don't believe her (laughs) i was gonna i was gonna say you gotta meet a lot of characters in this you know line of work or whatever like a lot of people where you could probably look right through them and you're like what the fuck are you wasting my time for right Mm. yeah yeah, a lot of fucking people. Like, people just at conventions, dude, they'll show you pictures. They'll be like, look at this ghost I captured. And I'll be like, bro, that's the flash off the window. What do you, like, clearly, that's the flash. <laughs> Not I, even like that today. I saw, like, uh, somebody took a, a photograph of that, the dandy house from the inside, and they just had dust all over their lens. They're like, look at all these orbs. I'm like, dog, that's dust. Like, you've never looked through a dirty windshield. That's what we're looking through right now yeah my team that's one thing right off the bat we don't even fuck with orbs i was i'm glad you said that dude because that's what i was gonna say i don't really i've never bought the orb thing like if you show me full body apparition you show me you show me anything like that that that, you know like i can visually look at and i can make out a face i can make out you know like you know some sort of form anything like even like a shadow person like okay we've got something to go on but when you're just like there's there's orbs and they're the see it went right into his head fuck off dude come on man yeah off with the this orbs. I'm with you. Been, this place hasn't been entered in 20 years. Look at all these orbs. No, that's fucking dust. Bro. It's dust, dude. That's yeah. asbestos, dude. Get out of there. <laughs> yeah. 
That's definitely you're about to. That's mesothelioma floating through the fucking air. You need to get your shit together. Right? Ghost gave me cancer. Shit. Yeah. Uh, so you uh, you're very familiar with the Dandy House. Uh, it is one of the more popular ones, right? Like out of all of the like the Amityville Horror House, obviously everyone knows that. And then uh, there are a couple other like um, Eastern State Penitentiary, but the Dandy House is one of the more popular ones, and it's up in Buffalo, right? Up in that no, area, it's, uh, Hinsdale, New York. It's uh. I want to say two hours bo- straight down from Buffalo. Yes. Oh, I thought you were going to keep going. <laughs> no, no, that was. I, I saw the I, uh, I saw the picture of it too, man. That looked like multiple axe murders potentially could have happened in that that building. I mean, like that's a that was a nasty looking house. It did look the part. Hmm. Yeah, it's a very um, curious case because the weird thing with it is uh, the lands are, that the house is on are actually just as haunted as the fucking house itself. Yeah, because uh, no. it's got the whole Indian burial ground thing going on. That was going to be my next question: is from whence comes the hauntings? I looked into it. I, I watched some videos on YouTube today about the Dandy House. I know that it's haunted. I know that there's people there. Well, there's ghosts of people there. But like, what started the haunting? Was it like a witch? Uh, people died there. Jason Voorhees. But it sounds like Indian burial ground. Yeah, it's just. Uh- the entire area around the house and obviously the house itself is a sacred Indian place. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I have obviously no inform, no facts on this one, but oh, I we hate think- facts around here. So you just go and you spit your hot takes fella. You go right kinda, ahead. And- well, it's just like, that kind of just traps energy in like a place like that. Like do, um, when they when they call you to those places, do they give you like some sort of like fucking dossier or folder or something like, hey, you're going here, and like this is a little one cheater on why you're going or anything like that? Like they don't give you like the the lore and the legends of these spots. No, a place like that, they they don't call us. That place was on what a paranormal lockdown. So I remember that show. Yeah, it was on there, and uh, my team lead hit hit the dude up like right before the floodgates opened on every team going there. And he was like, oh, yeah, come on down. You won't have to pay because with a lot of places like that, it costs these teams like any like the smallest town in fucking New Hampshire. There are like four paranormal teams like every team. you Your guys towns probably have four paranormal teams. So all these teams rent out these spots for like two grand for the weekend. Shut up. So really? Yeah. Oh, that's why wow. that's why um paranormal teams buy these places that's mm. kind of dirty and uh we got in right before that the flood opened up and uh because once once so many people are going there every weekend every day investigating like the shit calms the fuck down so uh we got in the sweet spot and so you're saying more you foot up. traffic and more more of the living coming through actually calms down the uh the the disturbances or the the activity i i think so i mean like these it starts off the way i figure it obviously again no fucking no facts Yo, no shoot your shot daddy in your personal estimation you, that, yeah yeah okay like places are uh the spirits are hungry to communicate at first and then they're fucking having annoying ass people coming in provoking them trying to get shit like give me shit give me shit and they just get sick of it and start calming down in hopes that it goes back to being the creepy old haunted place that people avoid. Now, I did a little bit of it when I was younger, and I feel like when you're a kid, and I mean, when I say kid, I was like 17, 18, so I mean, like, I was young, but not like a fucking child. 
I feel like there's something to that too. And I know like uh, Dutch has always said to me about the kids, like being more open-minded to things and like having things, you know, be more likely to, to approach them and to happen to them because they have such a clean slate, open mind, things like that. I feel like when I was a kid, shit would happen a little bit, a little bit more to me. You feel like that might be the case? Uh, I think, or it's just going to happen more, how it happens. Do you I think, think more like ghosts are just more attracted to you? <laughs> they're attracted to you. So Jeffrey Epstein and them, is that what you're saying? Yeah, I mean, waxing ghosts and shit. If I Epstein's dead, <laughs> then yes. I mean, Michael Jackson. Yes. But uh, there is a thing to be Prince. said about uh, hormones and shit like that with, uh, especially with demonic entities. Uh, there is a lot of, uh, information on that like uh demonic entities being attracted to uh specifically female hormones because they're mm. uh bleeding i want to say abortions but i can't say they get more they get more fucking adrenochrome puberty. puberty when uh women yeah. go through puberty it lasts five times longer than a boy's puberty so uh that's why you see all these movies about and all the hauntings and shit around women who are between the ages of 10 and 13. Hmm. I got you. I got you. It's uh, a lot of it, it mostly to do with the negativity of puberty. They're hmm. attracted to negative energies. Uh, so like the emotions, the kind of like the angst, them demons, them demons, they want to come out, boy, them semen demons, semen demons. They're coming. Demons. <laughs> Well, see, and that's what, that's the thought I had when you said that you'd feel like the uh, the activity quiets down because, like, the way that they always portray it is like these these entities are feeding off of our energy. Like that's what they want. They want to yeah. they want to suck the energy out of us. The center, like you always see, like the batteries going dead on these investigations on things because they're just draining all the energy out of everything. So you would think that more people, the better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the uh, they drain energy so they can communicate, so they can you know hit the EMFs, hit all that shit. They just want to talk to us. Uh, with the demonic shit, though, it's more about uh, you know, ruining your life and shit like that. But I I don't know if I w- should get into that shit. Absolutely. I, think we fucking, that yeah, shit. I mean, why not? We're or, here, daddy. Yeah, fucking send that shit, dude. Come on. Bread and butter. Come on, dog. Shit. The fuck you mean? I going to tease my cock with the demon shit. Oh, we should get that fucking tiger growl ready because some shit's about to go down. Uh, <laughs> Basically, with demonic entities, I, I don't believe in heaven and hell and all that bullshit. I think demonic entities are things that always existed interdimensionally. Here, here we go. Yes. Thank That's you, Freddie. Fucking talking, Freddie. Let's go. And uh, I think they just ex- they've just always seen us. They have a hive mind and they just sit there and they watch us and they want to fuck with us. Uh, they're basically New Englanders. Um, they uh, just like pure chaos. And um, I do have a personal experience with that. If I should drop a story. Talk yeah. to me, daddy. Go. Let's do it. So we go to a place and um, the dude hits us up. Same thing, like evil entity, whatever, whatever. And uh, not always the case. Usually they're lying, but this dude was telling the goddamn truth. One of the things he was saying that made us think it was demonic off the bat was uh, after people would leave the house, his entire family would report hearing that person's voice, uh, you know, talking to them. So mimicking is a big thing with demons. Uh, they love to mimic uh, shadow figures. He was reporting shadow figures. Yes. Um, so we get to the place and nothing's happening for about two hours. We're just sitting there. 
uh, we got the spirit box out. Should I explain what a spirit box is? Is that the thing that it, looks like the strobe light? It puts those dots all over the room and it's like kind of bright. Spirit box is the greatest fucking tool. I love it so much. It basically, it just sounds like white noise, but it's a device that oh, uh, yeah. is AM radio. It changes channels, three channels per second, I believe. So basically any kind of response you get, is always going to be on multiple channels, which is obviously impossible. So if you get anything that you can actually understand, it's something talking to you through the white noise. Gotcha. So we've been doing the session for about an hour, and I noticed the camera starting to go on the fritz. So I got up and uh, started looking at it and um, you know, sat back down, and then my uh, crew crew manager got up looked at the camera and he's like oh the camera's not recording anymore and he took the card out put it in uh the computer and he's like oh everything we recorded tonight is deleted the shit we recorded last night at the other location is still here but just the shit we recorded tonight was deleted and so i we still had the spear box going so i said um did you delete our footage and uh i heard the deepest like deeper than any human could go with a laugh in the voice go maybe like it was the creepiest fucking voice i've ever heard uh you want to hit me with your voice you were doing it earlier maybe uh, deeper than that but... <laughs> that just sounds know. like you're ready maybe. to fuck dude <laughs> it was basically deeper than a human could go yeah like a like a growl almost like a full yeah. ass demonic entity but it was, you know, with a with a laugh in it, you know, like it was literally just fucking with us and for the. And then I asked, uh, are you demonic? And for the first time the entire night, the EMF reader like just spiked and stayed there for like 20 seconds. Hmm. And then it went back down and it never reacted for the rest of the night. And um, unfortunately, we had to leave at that point because there are some members on my team who were pussies. I would, well, yeah, that, we had to leave at that point because uh, there were some members of the team with shit in their pants. Shit, well, <laughs> that, that's a good that's a good segue because I was going to ask, like, in that moment, do you feel do you feel like fear fearing for your safety, or are you more excited and running on adrenaline that you're getting shit, like you're there to get shit, and now you're getting shit? At that point, my adrenaline was through the fucking roof, and I wanted to keep going. Yeah, yeah, of but, course, because uh, you're an animal. That's everyone. Yeah, I mean, anyone I who knows you knows that you're fucking savage. That's the kind of shit that you live for. I'm sorry that you couldn't have that experience. That's a bummer. I, I had another one where I kind of regret making the person stay. Not really making, but they weren't going to leave me alone and I wasn't going to leave. So they kind of I think I was halfway through the story and we just switched topics. But um, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> we do that, too. <laughs> <laughs> By all means, yeah. shift back to where to where you this were. This was the other story about yeah. the um the uh, personal uh, personal home we were in. Um, we were in the attic, and the floors in the attic were literally just plywood. And um, I was talking, you know, just asking questions. We were doing a live EVP session, which is basically you just record EVPs with a headset, so you can hear it as it's happening. And um, we were getting. No responses on that, but every couple minutes we would hear what sounded like a bowling ball being dropped three feet behind me uh, onto the plywood floor, like just loud ass bangs Mm -hmm. and just one single bang. And slowly and uh, well, I should mention this first, the um, the woman I was with, 
Oh yeah, that's that's the I established her as being a fake psychic, but uh, she she's a very specific kind of psychic where she f- supposedly feels emotions in the room. She doesn't like communicate with spirits. She just feels the emotions. Now I have a question: Does this person have very high bangs? No, very low bangs. She's oh, trailer. Man. She's a trailer <laughs> trash woman, woman. Some of the teeth missing. Pushing four hundred. If that you know draws a picture. Damn. Well, then that eliminates the need to ask if she's trailer park hot. No, <laughs> no. So anyway, she's starts saying like uh, she's feeling two spirits and one's very negative and one's very positive and she's getting feminine from the positive and uh, male from the negative. Of you course. Know, the, of course. The you, usual combination. Yeah. Right. And um, so I slowly start to realize every time I ask the woman a question, that's when we're hearing the bowling ball noise three feet behind me. And um, she spouts out something along the lines of he's not letting her talk. So I ask, why aren't you letting her talk? Are you or do you not like women or do you not respect women? Something like that. And at that point, I feel the breath on my ear and I hear the word die mm. in my and before I say anything, I look and um, the the woman who feels the emotion, she's crying. And uh, there's another woman and she's like basically on the verge. And I'm like, oh, did you guys hear that? And they were like, yeah. And they're like, and I asked them, what did you hear before I said anything to, you know, kind of confirm it? And they said, we heard die right over your shoulder. And I was at that point they were like we should we should go and i was like no let's hang out that that was the most eventful thing that happened but do you catch anything visually like out of your peripheral or do you just feel that that like breath no i just felt the breath and i heard it like clear as crystal as willy wonka would say <laughs> like it was it was as if somebody was had their lips uh like a centimeter from my ear and just said the word die Damn. That's fucked up. I'd like to think that in that yeah, position, I would up. keep pushing too, but I mean, like, I don't know. I don't know, man. Like, that's that's tough. Because I, I, like, I, I, I don't know. I've had experiences too, but nothing like a communication. Yeah. Well, that's, that's what I was there for. Like, the other members on the team, there were like three of us. My, me, my boy Kyle, um, who I went to high school with and reconnected to do this shit. And then Eric, we were kind of the legit guys. Like we were the partiers and we were down to fucking clown, like whatever happened. And then there was a team around us full of fucking pussies who, if anything happened, they would leave the house and be outside crying. It was ridiculous. And they tried to get, but they joined a paranormal team. Like, isn't that the whole idea? Like, read my mind, dude. I was going to say, oh, yeah, why you're there. Ridiculous people. These are people living off of, uh, you know, disability and shit. And uh, they actually tried to get me and Kyle kicked off because like we were very close with Eric because we were going out drinking, partying. Kyle Mm -hmm. lived with Eric. They were best friends and they were just old dudes with families who had no personality whatsoever. Pretty sure on the spectrum, (laughs) they were just horrible people. (laughs) Yo, shout out to, um... (laughs) I'm not going to (laughs) say Well, you already have. You've gone too far. No, Come on, drive I said through. Eric and Kyle. I haven't said their name. Oh, fuck. I haven't even thought about them in years. I, I'm trying to remember their name. This, One of the dudes trained me for like two years. 
But anyway, let's move on. So uh, are you are you still doing this now that you have some free time in the quarantine? Or are you like, uh, you know, what are you, are you working on anything right now as far as uh, paranormal witnessing no, I, things? I haven't done it since I moved out here. It's a lot easier when there's somebody else setting everything up for you. Shout the podcast. Eh? Yeah. And uh, yeah, shout out to Mikey Trudell. <laughs> but uh, yeah, since I, I've heard of places and I want to get back into it. Uh, I feel like if I met a really hot chick, I might get back into it just to, you know, try and coax her, you know, be like, oh, I do this paranormal stuff. I might do that. But uh, right now I work and play video games and that's about it. That's good shit. Mm -hmm. That's actually how I did it when I was younger because I dated uh, a crazy chick before I dated my now wife that I've been with since I was a child. And the crazy chick was really into tracking down haunted locations when I lived in Chicago because, you know, it's an older city, a lot of, a lot of old shit around. And she would drag me to fucking cemeteries and things and looking for shit. And there's a lot of local legends and whatnot, putting me in precarious situations at 17 years old that I really didn't feel like I should be in. Like, are you, are you familiar with Batchers Grove? It's like, it's like one, it's supposedly one of the most haunted cemeteries in, in the country. Damn. What's is it in uh it's in the it's just south of chicago it's in the suburbs oh some chick was telling me about that on tinder the other day see like no no, no. <laughs> well here and here here's a here's a we'll follow that line of thinking okay so me and this chick and another couple you know we, we get in the car and we decide we're going to go to this place and if you don't know where it is you'll never see it like it's uh, it's you're driving down a street and then there's like a forest preserve and it's back in the fucking woods like, it's not like a legit cemetery. Like, there's a, a, a dirt road with two wooden stakes and a chain that says, do not enter. And then you fucking step over the chain and walk about a mile down the road. And there's a little chain link fence back in the fucking woods with this cemetery. Mm-hmm. And we get we, we go in there. Like, you got to pull the, the fucking chain link apart even and go in there. And all the gravestones are knocked over. And there's candle wax on everything. Like, motherfuckers are back in there doing seances and rituals and shit. God knows what. And then we get in there and the girls start acting fucking out of their skull, dude. Like they, they were legit acting like they were possessed. You know, like the one girl wanted to fuck her boyfriend right there on the ground in the dirt in the cemetery. And I'm like, what the fuck is happening right now, man? Don't do that. Don't do that. I had an experience very similar to that. Actually, Chris, you just jogged my memory of um, Halloween night. This was in Georgia and this, they had, you know, old cemeteries back then too. I'm sorry. He said, Georgia. Georgia, yes. This was back in Georgia. This was in Georgia. Um, and the so Django, and them, Django and them were buried because it was the old South. You know, it was not, not a proud uh, moment in our past, but whatever. Uh, but this was like a witch's graveyard. Like, this was like one of those things is out in the woods. Fuck There's yeah. no lights. You gotta, we, we went on Halloween night at midnight on Halloween night, and we took this like, this this dirt road way back just like you said chris it was like a chain link fence that had been kind of you could tell people had already entered but you're not supposed to go in like do not enter but they pulled away part of the chain link and you could like crawl under just like you said like it was in disrepair it was out in the woods like no one was taking care of this which is it's it was a witch's graveyard apparently like a witch was buried there or something like that that's at least what the story goes on the on the internet and dude we went and checked that place out that was creepy as fuck i didn't have any experiences of anybody talking in my ear jerking on my dick or anything like that but (laughs) it was like a legit like very creepy like i was kind of the primary driver i was like it's halloween let's go do this but then as soon as i got there i was like all right i've been there let's let's get the fuck out now 
So yeah, when we go down to Tampa in February, you want to stop in Georgia and go to that spot? Definitely. Okay, sweet. Are you gonna? Are you gonna uh, do you no. guys have? I'm down. Touch his dick, so he can. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna fucking we're gonna fuck, and the that was the whole idea. We're gonna dress like the Adams family and shit. Um, Look, I, I, I don't know if this is only a New Jersey thing, but we have like weird NJ here. I don't know if you guys have like another weird, but it's like a, a whole like publication of all of the paranormal and strange activities that happen around the state. And they make like a list. Yeah, I think so, it has that. They do that for every state. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I, I, I just know about weird NJ, obviously, because of being here. But. That was the type of shit we used to do. All the you know, you know Whippoorwill Road, where you know you stop and like you see fucking entities and shit, and your car rolls backwards and all types of other fucking crazy shit. But that sounds like right up that fucking alley. I never went and saw like ghosts and shit. But see, know, I didn't have any experiences at the 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 cemetery when I went with the girls. But then I was in school at the time, and I ended up bringing my photography class back to that cemetery because I'm like, yo, let's go. Like, we had an hour and a half. Go take some fucking pictures. So I'm like, yo, let's go take some pictures at this creepy-ass cemetery that's down the fucking road. And we took all kinds of pictures. And again, nothing you know, nothing happened while we were there. There was fucking seven, eight of us. But then when we developed the film, I have all the trees have fucking weird-ass faces in them and shit. And I, it's somewhere in, in my, my shit, I still have the actual like hard copy pictures of that shit. And Damn. I don't know if it's just you know like the eyes playing tricks or whatever. But I mean, like you can look at at least three trees in these pictures and see faces in the fucking trees. And then there's one picture that one dude, one one of the guys in my class was like, "Yo, that looks like a." hooded type like monk type person and i'm like i think you're reaching dude but i mean like i see what you're talking about you were hanging out with druids in them on fucking lunch break yeah yeah you know you know how we did it in chicago in the 90s big ass sideburns and shit yeah 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 all of that druids and shit uh, and like, like growing up on like unsolved mysteries and that too, we went looking for Resurrection Mary one night, dude, because that was close to where we lived in Chicago too. We drove up there one night, uh, you know, because the the legend is that this there's that ghost hitchhiker on that stretch of road. This this chick back in the forties got hit by a car, she died, mm. uh, you know, and now the ghost of that woman appears on the road. And we drove up and down that fucking road trying to get her, get in the car, you know, never never saw her, but it's creepy as fuck anyway up there because it's a real right. old area and it looks like something straight out of Sleepy Hollow dude if you feel like you're not supposed to be there any fucking way yeah. i got i got a good one um there's a ghost in manchester my uh me and mikey's hometown uh called the river road jogger and uh he's actually public the stories published in a couple books and shit and um so me and me and my boy i don't think it was mikey we go out to find this guy supposedly you got to drive down river road at three in the morning and you'll see this dude so we're driving down, and uh, the story is you drive along him. If you try and talk to him, he won't talk to you, or he can't talk to you, and you put his your arms through him and all this bullshit. We get down there, and um, it's just a fucking a pale-ass white dude who jogs at 3 a.m. Hmm. Like a skin, skin and bones, flesh person that just, just jogs, a regular ass just dude a regular dude no, it's jogging. Just, literally an albino dude who can't jog in during the day because he gets sunburned up. that's awesome <laughs> this, this that dude, fucking rules this dude's published in multiple paranormal like haunted new hampshire <laughs> haunted granite state shit like that so, and uh yeah just an albino dude just an albino dude like do you think that given that uh, so many like um like the, the ghost shit, like it doesn't happen to everybody. It's not an everyday occurrence. 
do you feel yeah. like there's more explanations like that that are just kind of simple, kind of like, oh, it's not a ghost, it's an albino dude running at 3 a.m.? I mean, do you feel like that that sort of explains some of this paranormal stuff? Uh, yeah, I think most probably 90% of it is uh, what's that game we all played with uh, chicks at fucking boy girl parties, the telephone game? Uh, so I it's like, Bloody Mary. Oh, you know, eventually, like, you know, my friend told me this, and he tells another guy, he tells another guy, the stories change, the stories get more dramatic, you know, you had a little, you had a little drama to it, and next thing you know, you got, oh, there's a witch buried in this cemetery. Well, kids always talk, man, I mean, like, I, that's at least how it was when we were growing up, too, there were all kinds of lores and legends and shit, and I'm like, I live yeah. in some small-ass town that don't mean shit, how did all this crazy stuff happen right fucking here? Well, that was before the internet, dude, you know, you exactly. didn't have, like, online gaming and shit, all this other, like, kids would be all about this shit now, oh, you know, dude, the yeah. same way that we were, it, it just takes a little bit more effort, and I mean, now that they have the wonderful resource of the internet they can listen to fucking three idiots get high and fucking talk about ghosts you know for two hours every two weeks you know what i mean like they can they if they want to dig uh dig deep they could totally dig super deep but there's so many more distractions i think that that kind of is uh it's a little bit of a bummer that folklore and and things of that nature are kind of dying out with the uh rise of the communication era yeah i totally agree i do do love looking up some good ass folk or the Japanese got some good shit. Oh yeah, fuck yeah, they do. Yeah, they believe they in ghosts, right? Shit, oh, all yeah. those kappa and shit. You're yeah. tapping, you're tapping, Jason. Gap, have you ever read about the girl in the gap, bro? Oh, the girl in the gap. In the gap, tell not me. the store. <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell me, tell me. Well, she uh, bought so these the girl- blue jeans, right? And they were twenty nine ninety five. Oh wait, you said not the store, right? No, not the store. Uh, so basically, this chick supposedly shows up uh for to children and they say oh do you want to play hide and seek with me <laughs> and that is a perfect yes. kabuki girl dude that is that was spot the fuck on dude <laughs> if you say yes uh she disappears could be for years could be for days you could see her when you're fucking 45 years old but the next time you see her will be in the you know the little gap under the couch or you know oh. maybe the t- Stan's got a little black gap. That sounds okay. like and the Ring Four straight to DVD. Like, yeah, dude. just a pair of eyes. <laughs> so, what what happens when you see the pair of eyes? I mean, does she attack you after that, or is it just like, oh, hey, you still saw me, and then she dematerializes? Or <laughs> got him, Jason. How how are how do you feel sitting there as the resident skeptic? Because I, I know you feel like everything that everyone says yeah. that is not of this world is bullshit. So, I mean, like, what what are, what are your thoughts and uh, do you do you believe in in what we're what we're so, uh, talking about right now? Yeah, so like, um, I feel like you're gonna misconstrue what I'm about to say anyway. So fuck it, I'm just gonna dive in, uh, bro. I don't I don't think anybody, I don't think anybody in here in this particular episode of Creatures of the Night is a liar. I don't think anybody's making shit up to fuck with me specifically. Damage control, backpedaling. You've already called me a fucking liar. You've already called me a fucking liar on numerous occasions, and I don't appreciate it coming from my fucking best friend and brother. You know what? Goddamn it. You don't believe this shit. You You, you asked me to fucking unburden my soul and share some personal fucking experiences with you and shit. I don't think that there really happened to you, man. I'm just saying shit happens to people. They see it when when they they party naked, right? At three in the morning. What I'm saying, though, is that 
people automatically assume something is a thing. So this this phenomenon I experienced was a ghost, but but why do we assume it was a ghost? You know what I'm saying? Like we we invent shit to explain experiences that are subjective in nature that can't be replicated. So for me, I think there's a lot of explanations for the paranormal stuff. Like I'm inclined to go with Freddie and say like 90%, maybe I would say like 98% of this stuff has kind of a more mundane explanation, but it's like, hey, Freddie said it himself. They would take like four or five pops and then they'd go into the place buzzed. I mean, look, <laughs> gotta be paranormal teams are like doing a little acid, little shrooms, and then let's go in you, and see who we listen, meet. Listen, you have to take the fucking edge off, dude. You're walking into goddamn Amity Horville and shit, and you want to do that straight lay stone sober. Not everybody looks like fucking Dave Grohl Jesus, dude. Like we, they, <laughs> they have to fucking well, medicate in some form or fashion. I, no, but what I'm saying is though, if you alter your state with intoxicants. And then you proceed to see something. How do you know that? I feel as though you're being very presumptuous of Freddie, and I've met him, and most of the time he's on intoxicants. So maybe he's yeah. just trying to like keep the ball rolling. Maybe yeah. who are you to fucking judge what he that's does? Look, I didn't mean to come across judgmental. I'm very, very sorry. <laughs> I'm. I apologize. I didn't mean to judge no, you. You're, you're, dude. I, I, I work everybody. I'm sorry. Your people, but the thing is, at the end of the day, like. The only reason we recorded it and put it out as evidence is so these people would keep paying the bills. Like at the end of the day, this stuff was from my personal experience. That's what I took away. Yeah, from you me. were doing it. You were doing it for the thrill. You're just doing it for the love of the game. You don't give no. a fuck about, yeah. you know, becoming like Ghost Burt Kreischer. You know, like. No. <laughs> and I appreciate like you couldn't, that too. Like instead of you have to go with the fattest man on earth. Like, no, that's Burt Chrysler. I meant. Uh, you know, going on haunted fucking roller coasters and shit for the travel channel. You were doing it more for your own personal experience so that you could, you know, would you have any interest in the future of going to like, say if we did like a trip to like Skinwalker Ranch, would you come and like, Oh, we oh yeah. Sure. Yeah. Cause we're, we're, we're definitely going. Yeah. That's how we're going to die. That's how the three of us are going to die. <laughs> I watched the Skinwalker Ranch documentary and instantly found the dude who owns it right now <laughs> like the second that documentary was done i was like okay what's his realtor company okay who owns it okay what's his extension i like i got to you might have to be our fucking liaison then we might have to fucking yeah we need you you're gonna be our agent. Well, i'll call my boy eric he'll have a beer with the dude and we'll be in there for free for fucking 24 hours that's what i'm talking about that's yeah and then we about. could take some mushrooms and talk to the anunnaki but if yeah, there were ghosts, let's go, you fucking bitch ass aliens. Do something. If if I can express Pull my up come on. I'm just saying, if there's ghosts, like <laughs> why uh, the a couple things I've always wondered. Why is it always like a 1940s ghost? It's never like ghost from the year 300. It's like you don't ever see it's always like, oh, she died in the 1800s. She got murdered with a hatchet, but you never see like Here's a ghost from the year 1000. It's it's always more recent history. So I'm wondering if ghosts retire. And then, <laughs> on top, yeah, do they retire? They're just like, okay, I've been ghosting for like 500 years. So I'm, I'm done with this shit. You're going to, we got a new guy filling in for me. He died in 19. And then when is it going to be like, I'm getting haunted by a ghost that died in like 2010. You know what I mean? It's like, that's that's nah, too modern. There was internet. This guy had internet. He watched tons of porn and now he's like haunting me. Isn't that kind of weird? Don't you want it to be like an old? He jerked off to like really weird porn and now he's just yeah. like, hey, 
Go in the closet. Now, Put on the mask. Browser history. <laughs> I've just, been downloading porn on your Mac. You just you know, see David what's Carradine your swinging? IP address? But don't you think like black ghosts would be like fucking with white people all the time? Like the racist white guys would get like pushed down the stairs and shit by some like uh, poltergeist entity. There's like, you know, that's the New Orleans and, shit, dude. You ever see the, yeah. the New Orleans shows? Man? It wouldn't just be in New Orleans. I mean, black people are everywhere in the United States well, now. You I'm just saying that that's what the travel channel spotlights on, Jason. Stop fucking putting words in my mouth. OK, you're the one with the fucking haunted plantation in fucking Georgia. All right. I'm clean. You're not. I look. Hey, I'm sorry. My family uh, owns Let's talk about that, Jason. Since you, well, what I was getting at is, what do you? What is a ghost to you? What if? What if a ghost isn't the remnants of a once live person? What if it, yeah. like, 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 like Freddie was saying, is it might yeah. be like an inter, interdimensional type thing? It might be. Yeah. All right, if you subscribe to simulation theory, it might be like a fucking glitch in the yeah. programming. You know, just fucking, yeah. you know, just repeating shit. You know, like an energy dump you know kind of like you know if you write a bad pro you're in you're encoding and shit you know you write a bad programming it fucking dumps you know like maybe that's what yeah. it is in the in the fucking simulation do you have yeah, any thoughts about what it could be if it's not like the the lost soul type type scenario yeah i mean i could see some of the legitimate phenomena being sort of like glitch in the matrix type of thing i mean that's hard to prove because at this point, how do we even prove that we're in a simulation? Uh, it's really, that's, that's a difficult one, but in the future we might be able to uh, run like test hypotheses that would indicate maybe that we're in a, um, that we're in a uh, simulation. And then that the, the ephemeral phenomena where you encounter some uh, otherworldly being that's not corporeal, that doesn't have a, um, that doesn't have a physical form that can like manifest and, and That's then strike two in the same sentence. You're making yeah, him feel dude. uncomfortable. I'm going to take using words that I don't understand as a sign of disrespect. Okay. So that's two strikes and one fucking sentence. All right. You're on your last fucking ball. I'm, went, I'm so sorry. I went you got to a college. full count. All right. Yeah, Finish up. Uh, but, 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 but the idea is that like, maybe this is some kind of observer from another, from outside of the simulation or something. They're popping in They're kind of making sure everything's going. Okay. Okay, I you know what I, I can see that I think my in, interpretation of what Freddie was saying is that he doesn't believe in heaven or hell. I don't personally believe in hell. I'm leaving the door open on heaven uh, just because I'd kind of like to go there when I die. Um, but the the thing about like the demonic, I thought it was interesting that he thought demonic entities were not like ghosts of dead humans that were once alive as human beings. But my impression is that that the ghosts you do think are are like the souls of dead humans, right? Uh. Yeah, uh, I think Maybe it's more of like, uh, you know, just a dimension we can't perceive. Like our eyes develop to see three dimensions. When we when we were little fish creatures, we were seeing one dimension, and eventually we evolved to see three. And I think eventually we will be seeing all fish. fourteen, all yeah. forty. If these are like other other dimensional entities that we're kind of like maybe doing a little crossover for a few moments that sort of explains the brief nature of the encounters but then that also tells me that these are like living entities in that other dimension that they're that they're like alive currently as i'm experiencing this phenomena but so many people report these ghostly phenomena in this it was on an indian burial ground or um i encountered the ghost of my uh, dead grandpa or something like that where it's like yeah, it, this is an actual person who's passed on and I'm encountering some 
apparition of them would seem to imply those stories at least would seem to imply that some of at least some of the ghostly phenomena that's not demonic in nature would be uh like passed away people who've passed away and i'm seeing them or intelligent yeah. of some, in i believe some when we pass our energy still exists you know yeah. our yeah, energy no, still exists no doubt and we just can't perceive it but it exists in in some form that would be identifiable as Freddy. Like if you were to pass away, you could come back, and I would understand or somehow feel that the energy that I'm encountering is you in some way. It's not just some electromagnetic pulse that's lacking of any personality. It's like I'm seeing my grandpa. Yeah, it depends on the energy. I I think again, yeah. Mr. Scientist. In why aren't you wearing a lab coat, dude? You need I don't. A lab you know, coat. I left my lab coat. It's still packed in a box upstairs. I'm gonna go. He back. doesn't work on that part of Jurassic Park tonight, apparently. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I I did have an experience, and I'll throw this out there. I've told Adam and Chris about this experience, but we were on mushrooms and a whiskey at the time. So so I didn't <laughs> even remember because I was about to get excited and say, "Holy shit, you had a fucking experience! I didn't know about this." And here you say you told me already. So this was about a year ago. Okay. I lost my best friend from high school. He passed away like 14 months ago ish, a little bit more than a year ago. And of course it's unexpected. I mean, he's in his thirties still. He was 37 when he died. And unfortunately he just, uh, just drank too much. I mean, uh, he just abused his body and, and he died. And obviously it's very hard for his parents. Both his parents are still around and like losing a child. Their grief was immense. And I went down to Georgia for the funeral and, um, his father, they, they'd both been doing a considerable amount of drinking that day and just wailing. I mean, it was the most, it was the worst thing I've ever seen was, right. was their grief. But they, he related to me a story where uh, one of our mutual friends, my buddy Jimmy is the one who passed away. We had a mutual friend who died of cancer a few years earlier named Justin. He also went to our high school and everything. He was a few years younger than us. He appeared to my, uh, my dead friend's father and said, don't worry about your son, Jimmy. He's okay. He's in a better place. But why wouldn't Jimmy appear to his own father? Why would why would his friend from the neighborhood appear? And then, you know, like why why do it in that in that way? Maybe he was still going through his orientation. He still had paperwork to fill out. Yeah, they had to go get that. his ghost thumbprint and stuff. Like, and, in the dorm, the ghost dorm. Yeah, he had to go get his ghost blankets and uh, yeah. you know get yeah. situated and get his all his bags and stuff like that. And yeah. So shortly yeah. after telling me that story, I had a dream. I've actually had two dreams in which in the dream I was visited by my buddy Jimmy who passed away. And in the first one, we just we hadn't talked for a while before he passed away, unfortunately. And and that was like a it's a regret of mine. And I'm I'm kind of sad that like we weren't connected in the way that we had been when we were younger. Uh because he was always a great guy and we had a ton of fun and we never had some big falling out. We just grew apart. He moved to the other end of the, the country and it was just tough. Yeah. But uh, in the dream, we just expressed how much we missed each other and we hugged. And I woke up and just remember thinking like, wow, that really like it, it had a profound effect on me and it, it still does. Um, but like why the dream? Like why does it have to occur in a uh, medium that I can dismiss as my own subconscious? You know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm just going to throw this out here again. Like, no science behind it. I think uh Energy-wise, it's probably much easier for something to uh, make itself appear in a dream than it would be visually. I've, I saw something visually one time in three years, and um, I saw a face for two seconds. You n- almost never see anything with your na- naked eye, as they say. Because that's probably got to take like everything they have to manifest that yeah. for you to see. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's what I think. Is it, 
and um, as far as your friend appearing for uh, your other friend to his father, I think more like, you know, it takes probably takes some learning, some getting used to. Oh, I'm coming across like such a fucking whack job. Dude, do you know no, where you I are? I mean, right dude, now? do you know where you are, bro? Yeah. In the right place for it, bro. Yeah, you're in the right place for this. Don't even fucking sweat that shit. If this shit is how, you know, everybody thinks it is, like, we're assuming that everything is exactly. as we so perceive it to be, right? Like the learning curve to, you know, draining energy and collecting the energy enough to, you know, make yeah, everyone's Skyrim, you need a certain amount of mana so that you could fucking appear and disappear and shit. It, you know, you, right. have, you gotta get ghost xp so that you can learn new tricks and shit you know like yeah. you could do uh, boogie boogies and making a trees move but it takes you know you got to be a certain level ghost to be ethereal and fucking you know warp yeah. dimensions and shit yeah i wondered about that like i wondered if there was some kind of like if you have to exert yourself somehow even as a ghost i figured it would be easy for them to kind of pop in and out but i don't know how if you gotta like what Freddie says makes the most amount of sense to me that they somehow have to like siphon energy off of the living somehow. And in that case, it sounds like they're kind of dependent on us to manifest. Like they're not hanging out when we're not around because they're not siphoning shit off of us. Yeah. I've had batteries drain, you know, like I pull out batteries from a uh, EMF reader, hmm. put in brand new batteries. Those batteries last five minutes. I put in brand new batteries. Like, the entire time and with heavy activity going on so they either they either drain uh batteries or you know per they drain a person and i've seen that that happen too where um somebody was uh possessed uh, that's, a, that's a strong word but somebody channeled had somebody was channeled okay channeled but they turned around and looked at me and the muscles in their face had changed and uh whoa, whoa. like they're their relax of their face, the way their muscles relax were was completely different. And uh this dude's like, you know, the fat, chubby dude, uh, who's, you know, happy go lucky into a complete fucking like asshole. And he started saying, like, I have the sudden urge to punch people like punch Eric in the face. And, you know, went outside, started throwing up and like kind of came to a little bit. Mm. And uh it was just he was basically down for the entire night. Damn, I mean, and was there any, did he do anything before that? Like, did he call upon a spirit to enter him, you know? Was he like, come on, ghost, get all up in these guts, you know, like, was he fucking... This was at Hinsdale. We had just entered Hinsdale. This is one of the first things that happened. Mm. Jesus, talk about going in with a fucking bang. That was another uh, Zach Baggins deal that I remember too. One of their guys got, uh, I think it was when he bought that house, that like Porter La Hell house in Gary, Indiana. And one of his crew members got like, saw like some goat headed dude in their hotel. And then all of a sudden, like, like you said, like completely fucking changed demeanor and everything was trying to like break the fucking door down. And like, they, they had him in the hallway and like, he just became somebody different and they had to like remove him from the fucking thing. Like he wasn't on the show after that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, this is the same guy that's, you know, pushing 400. So the fact that, like, if it was just like, oh, I feel drained of energy, I would have been like, well, bro, you're fat. You never work out all this stuff because, you know, I'm the same way, except, you know, on a slightly smaller scale. I give myself pride in that slightly small. Um, But if I wasn't there and I didn't, the thing was the muscles in the face. Like, nobody would, you can't fake the way your muscle, the muscles in your face relax. Right. In an instant, he just completely warped and dis- that's fucking nuts, man. Yeah, 
like a different person was inside of him that you know this how they their face like just a frown kind of face he had ghosting bitch face out of nowhere yeah that's the word i was looking for bitch face resting ghost face Mm -hmm. and 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 i think a lot of these things kind of you know, like trying to define what we're talking about here. Is it a demon? Is it a, is it a, a passed on soul from someone who is alive? Is it interdimensional? I think, I think it's all kind of maybe shades of, of a little bit of both. You know what I mean? Like it might be a little piece of everything. Well, uh, the thing is, uh, one thing, you know, I j- started doing the paranormal and it's going to be corny, but I started doing the paranormal to answer questions. And the one thing I found out is the more you fucking learn, just the more questions you have. You never really discover anything. You never like it's basically like watching Lost. You just always have more questions. Like, why is there a ghost polar bear? What is the ghost black smoke? Why is there a ghost bunker? Mm-hmm. Why isn't this ghost Penny's boat? Yeah, you don't learn what? shit. Shout to J.J. Abrams. So you're interested in doing this in the future, obviously. Do you have any spots that are on your bucket list that you would like to go to? Or is it kind of like, uh, are you a fly by the seat of your pants wherever the wind kind of takes you sort of? L.A. has to have uh, a ton. I've, I've heard a ton. There's, uh, I was talking to the dude down at the uh, murder museum. and um, <laughs> I like how casually you said that. I was talking to the guy down at the murder museum and Todd oh, had some, some recommendations, you know, on different spots. It, like wait, isn't that called a jail? <laughs> no, yes. Uh, the Museum of Death. Sorry, Museum of Death. Museum and uh, he was death. telling me about the suicide bridge. Uh, my boys told me about a place just outside of LA that's a small ass town that's basically forgotten about. That's literally just an abandoned orphanage. Mm. Like it's like oh, a, a square mm. town. So I want to check that out. There are a couple couple spots here. Obviously, I'd love to hit the road again. I've talked to my boys about doing like a. Um, a haunted Route 66 little mini documentary. Yeah. I'm down with that. That'd be sick. That'd be Hell sick. Yeah. Hell yeah. I can't wait until this uh, this Corona shit's over so I could go to Halloween in Salem with, with Jason Almy. And we can, Bro, we can Halloween in Salem. That was the plan this year, yeah. It's lit, dude. Yeah, Halloween that was the plan this year. I was supposed to go to Salem for Halloween, but... Dude, you you really you need to like as soon as possible because uh, you know I'm skeptical about the ghost shit. I want to believe like this is the type of thing that ever since that dream that I just told you guys about because it just felt it felt really like real and it stuck with me and resonated. I've been more open to this type of thing. So like I I come across a little skeptical because that's just like the shit that's been on my mind and in my heart my whole life. But man, um, dude, you will get creeped out in in salem on halloween there's some creepy shit going on and like freddie said a fucking party is a party like that's why we're going we're going to get fucking spooked you know you're gonna get ghost fucked we're gonna get i'm gonna try and get an over the pants ghost job like you're gonna get under the pants you're gonna feel that ghost get in your ass i appreciate how uh, uh, above and beyond you're going giving me uh potential episode titles to adam by the way i'm doing my best man we're talking about a lot of ghost sexual activity um so they pretty much write themselves. Uh, yeah, sure, Freddie, where yeah. uh, where can people find you and potentially some of your work? Like, is your uh, some of the stuff you've documented isn't out and about, right? It's not like available. Um, the the streaming service we were on, uh, Paranormal Warehouse, uh, went bankrupt. So my boys like holding on to everything, trying to sell it as like you know we got three seasons, fucking pay for it, right? So mm-hmm. things really out there. I mean, you can look us up on YouTube. That's like bare bones that's like when we first started so it's kind of trash 
But um, yeah, YouTube, Facebook. Uh, I don't even think I've said the name of the team. It's Hunting Haunted. New Hampshire Project Paranormal uh, is the name of the team. Name of the show is Hunting the Haunted. Uh, find what you can, I guess. Uh, I'm Paranormal Fuckboy on Instagram. Freddy Foot on IMDb. Check me out. <laughs> Re- resident Fuckboy on Failing Hollywood. <laughs> I've had a couple of vodkas, so... <laughs> No, that's fine. Uh, and you're also on the uh, Failing Hollywood podcast, part of the Inner Circle Podcast Network. Out. Uh, Jason Almy, where? Uh, what are your credentials? Dr. Lord, Jason Almy. You can find me at teamalmy.com at Party Naked Pod on all the socials. Hit me up. Tell me about how I'm wrong about ghosts. Tell me how they exist. I want to hear all your experiences of ghost hand jobs. I want, dude, I want to say that I feel personally that your skepticism is solely aimed at me. Because of your no. disrespect for me. I feel like no. like if I have something happen, you're like, fuck you, you're lying. But I'm open to everything because I really I don't know. I like had a dream I, about I, my I buddy. I never once said, fuck you, you're lying. Yeah, I love you, you, Chris. You fucking did. I wrote yes, the goddamn tape. I can go back to the fucking film, dude. I got game tape. I can show if you, you can when find and where I fucking said it. Fuck you, Chris, you're lying. If you can find my Bro. voice saying, fuck you, Chris, you're lying, <laughs> I'll fuck your dick. Well, you know, dude, I've seen people who are have no skepticism in them whatsoever, and it's not a fun sight. It's you don't want to talk to these people. Yeah, definitely want to listen to a podcast. (laughs) No, and for sure, definitely, you know, not everything is real, and that's what I've been wrestling with for the last year as I go deep down the rabbit hole into the fucking fabrics of reality. But you have to be open to everything, and you can't be so fucking positive that you know every single thing because what it doesn't fit into fucking science that some dude made himself, some a human man created the fucking laws of science, dude. All so that Isaac Newton created gravity. You're yeah, motherfucker. Isaac yeah, he Newton fucking did. Gravity. Gravity's fucking gravity, fake, dude. And once you realize it's fucking me. fake, you can ascend to the goddamn next level, Jason. I mean, realize your full fucking potential. Unlock that brain, goddamn it. Hashtag no I'm offense. What? We don't, we don't make this shit up. I mean, laws of. It's observable. It's repeatable. Maybe. So to your, Almy, fuck, believe, to your limited believe, fucking perspective, dog. Hold on. Hold on. Almy versus Almy. <laughs> what I believe our co-host is trying to say is that uh, if you keep an open mind, you'll be able to find all types of shit. And potentially you might be able to get an ectoplasmic hand job. Um, yeah. That's and game, right? maybe you can That's come in a ghost. Who knows? There's all types of shit that can go down. Come in I'll a agree. Bigfoot doesn't exist. Like we can all come together on that. Yeah, Bigfoot. yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, it's fun, and talking? it's always like, oh, dude, Harry and the Hendersons. If if I go yeah. to Portland, I'm gonna go knock on some trees and hang out with a dude that kind of looks like Jason Almy, but like older. Who Bobo? Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, just to get high and go in the woods and like fucking, you know, life. fuck around and shit, but. Dude, life was a smoke show. Bigfoot's a wild animal. He would try and fucking he would try and fuck that chick so quick. Yeah, he would. <laughs> I mean, I'm look. The trees isn't the only thing that's knocking. Sometimes there's boots knocking too. Uh, what Chris Wutsky was trying to say earlier was that he is the real Wutsky on all social media platforms, and his show is, is the hashtag No Offense Show. Damn, that, that's uh, you the can find them at HT Nas on. That's the equivalent of you playing the fucking uh, uh, Oscar awards music on me, dude. Like I, I was, I was in the middle of fucking having a, a goddamn thing with him, and you're like, "No, you're at the real Wutsky on Twitter. Go fucking find him." Hey, we're creatures of the night. What? Uh, go ahead, Get yell at each other. No, no, I, we'll, we'll, we'll save it. I got plenty of yells for tell that. Tell me about, that tell concert. me about my unchecked aggression towards you. 
I'm telling you, dude, I feel I feel as if your skepticism is solely based on me, dude. I feel like that. I don't I don't know. Because Maybe it was you know because me. you're official story Jones. Because you know okay. me and you're you, you have this fucking image of me based on what you know of me over the last three years. So you're like, okay, you want to tell some supernatural shit? Fuck you, dude. I know you're lying. That's what I feel your your I never said that. I never that's your perception completely. Dog, what, a, what, a, what about my small child? What about my small child that's talking about shadows in his closet and shit, dude? And, and, and fucking... That's very creepy. That's very creepy. Like like you're discounting my I kid, too? He's lying. a fucking liar, too? You ain't even met my kid. Fuck you, Jason. I didn't think he's lying. He might have seen the <laughs> shit. It just... It may not be what he thinks it is. But let's be real. Eight-year-olds are fucking liars. Uh, my name is Adam Simmons. <laughs> you can find me on the Simmons Amore podcast. Uh, <laughs> Earth Adam, absolutely everywhere on all social media platforms. We are the creatures of the night. Uh, you can follow us. What is it? Night creatures at night creatures at night creatures. Uh, we are part of the inner circle podcast network. Uh, go to inner circle PN.com. Find all of our shows, find the hood diner, find the plunge as well. Uh, we fucking love you. Mwah. Big fucking kiss. Freddie. Thanks for fucking hanging out, dude. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you. Uh, I'm back on. I'll tell you guys about the bitch you had a vortex. <laughs> Yeah, would you fuck a vortex? This bitch literally called it over there.